All right, this is uh, episode four, but really episode three, because nobody knows how to hit the record button of the mediocre happy hour. <laughs> That's true. Welcome. It, welcome back. If it's your first time, welcome as well. And we're here to have a good time. My name is Josh, and I like to party. <laughs> he does not like to party. He pretty much <laughs> no. is in bed by like 8 p.m. I know for a fact you haven't party. <laughs> yeah, I know for a fact you haven't party. Why are you so sweaty? <laughs> I was watching cops. Everybody's <laughs> cops is not till three. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm burying you. <laughs> You're waking the neighbors. All right. And now you've discovered why we are mediocre. <laughs> we just immediately start quoting movies. Tangents on tangents. All right. So this week, uh, if, you're, if, if it's your first episode, uh, we like to talk about video games, music, uh, mostly punk rock, because we're old and we don't know how to not be old or young. Wait, what? <gasps> it's yeah. No, you're good. That, that, that's correct. We don't know how to be old, young uh, hipsters. You know, hipsters. Yes, we I don't listen. listen to the dubstep. Is that still a <laughs> let, thing? Let me put it this way: I thoroughly enjoyed Avril Lavigne's new track. Okay, I took I, me right I did. back. Me right back, me right back, back to the skater boy, dude. <laughs> I know. I was like, you look the same, Avril. You haven't aged at all. Uh, and hasn't I, she had like a kid or two? I I don't know, honestly. I have to I, check now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't pop culture very well, unless it has to do with video games or music. Well, I, that made me sound like a hypocrite because it's Avril Lavigne. But to be fair. She uh, she has not really done much as of late. Right. Yeah, she's kind of laid low for a little while. This was her first track in, a, in quite a while, as far as I'm aware, um, at, at least a few years. And it's on Travis Barker's label as well. So, of course, you know, he, he collaborated with her on the track and was playing drums on it. Um, He's pretty much the only drummer now. Right. It's like, who you're it's like, cool. You're, you got a band? Like, yeah. Who's your yeah, drummer? Who's your drummer? Like, Travis, it's Travis Barker. Barker. He's the only one that drums it's anymore. The only reason we only get one Blink album every four years, like you know, dude, I don't, I don't know how true it is, but I heard that there was talk of Blink getting back together, possibly at least for like a reunion tour or something like that. Are you talking about with old Tom, old Thomas? That's correct, like the OG Blink trio, like getting back well, together I know, for at least a tour. I know Matt Skiba is. He's supposed to be working on an Alkaline Trio record, so. Um, it's kind of hard to do that and do Blink at the same time, yeah. Right, and then if it, if they do that, like, is he going to be part of it as well with Tom DeLonge, or is it just going to be like you know a throwback with the three original? Like, I don't know. But either way, I'm here. I'm here for it if it happens, man. Especially, but if they get if they get back together with Tom, there's at least one mention of an alien. I promise. (laughs) When I (laughs) at least one. When I saw Angels and Airwaves in concert, um about a month ago or so he mentioned it multiple times at the show wow. yeah he, he was just pointing to like people in the crowd and he's like you know what i'm talking about <laughs> you know what i'm talking about you've been probed just like <laughs> me <laughs> uh, but he also told a pretty cool story about um about his father which that's what the song uh, tunnels is about 
um, off of the Dreamwalkers. So that was pretty cool to hear that that story where like he actually wrote that after his dad passed away. And and, you know, that's uh, I don't know, just kind of it's cool when you hear things like that. And then you go back and listen to a song and then it always had like a certain meaning to you. But then you hear why the artist wrote it and it, it you listen to it again and it totally changes what you think about the song. Right. Absolutely. So, Anyway, it's super cool, man. One of the one of the most entertaining shows I've been to for sure. Lots of lights and seizure-inducing craziness. So, uh, what'd you find out about our girl? About our girl, let's say here. Honestly, I'm not coming up with anything. I don't. Oh my god, you suck at Google so bad. I do. I do, <laughs> man. I do. I'm working on it here. I don't think like she my, does. I don't think like she my does. Daughter. <laughs> i don't know how to find stuff for my research project well, no google? i'm on plushypets.com wrong answer <laughs> google oh that was the problem I, I was not supposed to google ever living plushy i'm sorry one second let me, let me go back um no as far as i can tell she does not she's got her spouses listed on wikipedia but no kids so i don't think she has kids yet so wikipedia is the only source yeah, that if you if you ever internet, it's just Wikipedia. Let's see, let's see. I'm I'm on a different one. This is uh, some encyclopedia website. Okay, let's see, let's see. Well, I looked at another website before Wikipedia, and it doesn't seem like <clears throat> it doesn't seem like she does. But if you find something else, I'm willing to be wrong. We know that she has a skater boy in her life. That's that's about all we know. Yeah, she did. She had a kid. I think this could just be like a, a fucking. <laughs> I don't know. This could be someone talking shit, but it says that she gave birth in 2018. Okay. Well, I guess Wikipedia might not have that listed. I, I didn't know. You, you brought up a good question, man. I was not prepared for your question, sir. But. What did you think about the track though? Like when you when you first heard of the song, like what was the first thing that came to your mind with her new track? I, I immediately thought of Skater Boy. Okay. Yeah. But I, I, to I feel be you. fair, I've been listening to a lot of Avril on Spotify because you know she gets mixed into my playlist and whatever. And it's been a lot of Skater Boy. So I heard it and I was like, all right, Skater Boy. I don't know. Hold on. Give me like five seconds. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play the track again for like 10 seconds hopefully nobody nobody should be able to hear right i don't know if they do uh that's okay too <laughs> we're gonna get a copyright strike <laughs> uh, whoops <laughs> oh, whoopsie remember that time we were playing fable <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness yes i do dude are you excited for the game awards while i while i do this how how mad would you be if i said what game awards uh it would make hold on listening to Avril Lavigne or Avril Lavigne, if you prefer. Uh, I don't know. Hold on. Let me look at her albums again because it it no longer reminds me of Skater Boy, but I can't figure it out. It's very, it's very much her style. Like I, I like Skater Boy, of course. Everybody, I think, likes Skater Boy. And if, if you don't, you're lying to yourself. Uh, but I'll, let's go ahead. I was gonna say maybe maybe uh, her album "The Best Damn Thing" something off of there. 
Yeah, yeah. It, for me, it reminds me a little bit of a little bit of girlfriend. Like it's got that like you know that kind of driving sound to it that you know punk rock um it's she just has like she knows how to write songs man she writes really really catchy songs and you know they're all about relationships of course but so is like 80 percent of all pop but now she's married so what other relationships is she having (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i'm not accusing her i'm not accusing our girl of you know stepping outside i'm just saying you got to be out of relationship songs right you you would think you'd think that all the pop punk would be out of relationship songs, but but no, there's there's always there's always one more. And to be fair, she's only had like two. <laughs> right. I don't but, know. I'm just making this shit up. I don't know her life. I like the track though. She's supposed to release a new album uh, next year at some point in time. Um, at some point in time during 2022. Not as COVID has anything to say about it. <laughs> right. We'll see how 2022 goes. Probably so, pretty shitty. New Avril track is awesome. I recommend it. It's called Bite Me. Go listen to it if you haven't. I think you'll like it, especially if you're a fan of uh, Girlfriend, Skater Boy, all the classics. Um, anything super catchy, pop punk Avril, you'll dig it. And Travis Barker's drumming. It's awesome. Besides that, have you bought or listened to anything this week that you're excited about? Uh, Music-wise? Uh, uh, yes, there is a new Macklemore track. Oh yeah, called. Uh, hold on, let me. I'm I'm in Spotify and I have a really bad memory because I'm old. Uh, <laughs> hold on, let me go to my thingy here. Clicky clicky. I'm sure they can hear me clicking. Where are we at? Where are we at? I think I know which one you're talking about, but I want to see if we're talking about the same thing. Oh, sh- it reset my release rate. Hold on, I'm just gonna search it because I know how to search. <laughs> one of us does. Uh, called My- next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's good, seen- dude. It's good. I've seen the YouTube video for that one. I, I like that track as well, man. Super, super fun. And it it just kind of reminds me of like, man. So 2020 was like a dumpster fire. 2021 <laughs> was like a slightly smaller dumpster fire. And so, like, uh, when I listen to the song, I just think like he he's thinking about like next year. All right, next year it's gonna be like good. Like we're gonna be good again. Um, you know, and where I live in Europe, it's not good again. Everything is shutting back down. <laughs> <laughs> so he may have released that one a little early. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know how things are going to be here. I feel like things are, I guess, stable ish, but I don't know, man. There's, there's still talk of like, you know, the masks continuing and all that sort of stuff. And uh, who knows? I hope I hope next year is going to be better, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. On the plus side, now that they have the vaccination approved for five to eleven, my son has received his first shot. Nice, yeah. Took it like a champion, and then I was super worried because so uh, my wife's a nurse, everybody, and so we're going to get him a shot, and I'm waiting in line, and she's over there working, uh, you know, handing out shots or whatever, and she comes up as he's about to get his, and she's like, "Yeah, so like." his age group is the the most susceptible to like really severe side effects. And I was like, what do you mean really severe? She's like seizures. And I was like, what? Oh my gosh. So as he's getting poked in the back of my mind, I'm just expecting him to see him start like seizing in the chair. And I'm like, Oh no, this is horrible. I feel so bad right now. Oh, yikes. 
You didn't make like, any what? comments about about needles though, like you did about his eye appointment that you talked about on the first episode. <laughs> oh no, but I have a story, right? <laughs> uh, so, a story about you being an A plus so, dad. I was a uh, no. It's a story about me getting what I deserve. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> So he had his eye appointment and he finally has his glasses now. looks like a fucking first class nerd. Love it. And uh, yeah, I ask him how his ACOGs are every day. And uh, yeah, (laughs) how are those telescopes, buddy? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I like at his eye appointment, I made my eye appointment because I was due. I have to get an eye exam once a year. And uh, so I'm there. And she's like, you know, I'm thinking she's going to take the pressure in my eye with, with the puff of air. I'm like, no, puff of air, no big deal. No, man, she used the freaking eye pokey thing. I was like, you oh, fucking no. kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? Oh. So what you, t- what you talk to your son about is exactly what you got. Yeah, that's exactly what I got. And uh, it was the same lady who did his. I'm pretty sure she did it on purpose. She, uh, <laughs> she does it you're like you're like crying and she's like yeah i'm gonna be honest with you we didn't really need to do that so i have this phobia of just stuff touching my eye which is why i don't I, wear contacts like i can't I do hate, it i hate it so much i can't i cannot do yeah dude i hate it i feel you 100 percent. and so it's it it's not a it's not a needle like i looked at it it's like got this really tiny ball on the end of this thing and so what she does is she's got to tap the the surface of your eyeball to get the pressure i don't know how it works i'm not a doctor whatever but the whole time I have to hold my eye open and I can see this thing like tap and I can feel it just tap my eyeball mm-hmm. and uh, just horrible. I like got out of the chair and I was like drenched in sweat from like 30 seconds of her yeah. tapping my eyeballs. I'm just like covered in sweat. And she's like, are you okay? I was like, I'm 100% not okay. Right. <laughs> it's like, you, you know, it's coming, you see it coming and you're just like freaking yourself out. And then, yeah, I, I know what you mean. No, no explanation necessary. It's the worst feeling ever. Yeah, dude. Horrible. Ever. Uh, but turns out my prescription it. didn't didn't change that much. You know, got my glasses ordered because uh, I lost my other ones. And yeah. But yeah, I got what I deserve. So anybody who's listening, if you're a dad, don't fuck with your kids because it's <laughs> just going to bite you in the ass. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's dude. I man. I can relate to that so much. I, I don't even like using eye drops. That's how much I hate things touching my eye. Like I try to put eye drops in, but I have to hold my eye open. Like as I do it, I can't be like a normal person. and just tilt my head back and like drop them in. Like my eye will not let me do that. Yeah. It's like a physiological response. Your body's like, absolutely not, bro. Yeah. They're, they're like, uh-uh, nope. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, I'm going to make you do it. Yeah. It's the worst. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I I've been listening to. I had some records show up in the mail. I wasn't expecting to get yet. Uh, the limited edition dropkick Murphy, uh, turn it up, right. Turn it up to get that right. Turn up the dial, turn up the dial that, that that's what it is. Uh, so that showed up and then my limited edition, let it snow, let it reindeer from Reliant K showed up. Yep. So uh, that, one's, oh, that one's awesome. And then I got notified that my scaled and icy from 21 pilots shipped. So that's pretty dope. See, that's the, this is the good part here of ordering as much vinyl as we do is like, sometimes you just get surprised. You're like, what's this? And then you open it and you're like, oh yeah, I ordered that. <laughs> and then I feel like I ordered something. Did we order something else last week? 
Um, oh, we ordered. Didn't we get the lesson, Jake? Did we do that on the podcast or before the podcast? We talked about what? that. Yeah, we talked about that last episode. Okay. The losing streak that sold out in like ninety seconds. We, we we did get that, and I haven't I haven't got the notification that that shipped yet. But no, but, but it we, should be. But soon. we got it. Yeah. It's weird though, man. Like I said, I think I talked about it last episode that they released Amazon versions and a few other retailers of that as well. And I'm in, I'm part of like a less than Jake group on Facebook and people were posting like about their Amazon orders. that They weren't even getting a less than Jake record at all. Like Amazon shipped them the totally wrong record, like not even in the same ballpark. And they had to like message oh, no. Amazon and be like, this is not what I ordered. Um, yeah. Like people were getting like jazz records and the weirdest stuff. And I was like, great. Cause the first, cause I ordered one off of Amazon too, before I knew that less than Jake was going to have you did. You their own version. I know. Scalper. Dude. Scalper. This was before less than Jake announced theirs, bro. I just wanted to make sure I could get a copy. Why don't you just do it the right way? Like everybody else on the internet. All right. I know, but I got mine and it was actually less than Jake. So I, I kind of felt like I hit the lottery because I was like, I didn't get a random jazz record. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the only good thing in your life is I got the right record from Amazon that I ordered. Damn that it. I ordered. Yeah. And then I also ordered this week. Um, I ordered an old record, but I'm excited about getting it. I ordered uh, AFI Sing the Sorrow. Um, oh, so is like, it limited edition? A repress. It's it's somewhat limited. I don't, I don't know exactly how much. Is it co- Does it have colors? Because that's really yeah. all I care about. Yes, it, it is colored. It's uh, where did you get it from, and how come you didn't text me, you little bastard? It's, so it's it's Ooh. blue and it's blue and gold, um, one blue and one gold. And the reason why I didn't text you is like that my friend sent me the link, and then I checked it out, and then it was the link wasn't there anymore. Like it was it wasn't up for very long, and I don't know all the details about it, but there's another Facebook group I'm a part of called like Rare Punk Rock Music, I believe, something like that, and one of the guys that runs that group, I think the administrator of that group had a connection for whichever place was selling this record. And so he posted it and like very quickly took it down. So it was kind of a weird release from some like vinyl company in Texas, I believe. So what I hear you saying is you said, fuck this guy. I'm getting my copy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, it's not like that at all, dude. I don't like you're out of the circle of trust for at least five minutes. Just five minutes, and then it's just like, <laughs> come back home. <laughs> Hold on, let me go to Empiricon since I can order from there, and you can't. Right, that you can. And they're horrible at shipping out records because that's why I ordered my Hawthorne Heights from, and I still don't have it, you bastards. You still haven't got your Hawthorne yet? No, dude, it keeps getting pushed. They're like, sorry to inform you about this delay. I'm sorry to inform you. I'm about to write your company. Like, <laughs> Oh, and then another one that I, I guess I technically ordered, but I ordered it a while ago. So uh, like two, I'm going to say like th- two to three months ago, I ordered Foster the People Torches, uh, the yeah, anniversary you told me edition. Yeah. And then they upgraded me for free to the deluxe edition because they're, you know, like everything else right now, they're like, oh, these aren't going to be ready in time. Um, would you, due, to the, due to the wait time, would you like us to upgrade you to the you know, double vinyl deluxe edition for free. And I'm like, sure. And that comes out in uh, April. So, you know, technically I ordered that even though I already ordered it, but um, dude, I did watch foster the people live though, play torches front to back. It was like a, a like a $15 live stream concert that they did uh, last night or a couple nights ago. So that mm-hmm. was pretty rad uh, playing at, um, oh man, I can't think of the name of the theater, but they're playing at a theater in, in Los Angeles where they're from and uh, played all of torches in their entirety and some of their other hit songs. And so that was really cool to watch, man. Hey, uh, did we order Billy talent? Do you remember if we ordered that? Oh, you did. I don't think I ordered that. Are you sure? 
I did. I definitely have not ordered that yet. You might have. I don't know. Because Empiricon has Billy Talent, uh, Crisis of Faith Limited, white colored. Yeah, I think the white is the only limited color I've seen of that one. But I know I haven't ordered it yet. Uh, did you, did you already a, order it? Uh, I, I, I didn't. I get like the box set. Didn't it come in a box set? I thought you ordered like the crazy fancy version of that that comes with like the hoodie and the vinyl and all that stuff. When does that actually come out? Next year. Okay. Um, yeah, dude, if you want me to order it for you, I can get it off from Pyrcon. Let me see if I can get it over here. Let's see here. Totally the forgot w- that that was a thing. The Wiltern in Los Angeles. The Wiltern is where they played their Torches anniversary show. That's pretty dope. Yeah, it was really cool. Billy Talent, man, that's that, they're a great band as well. Uh, Empiricon has against me, uh, Shapeshift with me. Shapeshift. Yeah, I think I can still get. Oh wow, they have. <laughs> that's cool. They have the new Billy Talent on bubblegum pink vinyl on MerchBar.com. Well, I mean, it's not as cool as the one that comes with the hoodie, but okay. But it's bubblegum pink, man. I'm a sucker for pink records. Oh, you're still awesome. selling Hawthorne Heights, you little bastards! You haven't even shipped mine, fuckers. Yeah, I can order the white one too. I think the white one, the white one's also on Merch Bar and on their website. So okay. I don't, I don't know, but it's it's still a cool one though. Yeah. Oh, if you need me to get it for you, just let me know. Will do. Will do. Hey, well, we, we ordered right. Newfound Glory, right? Oh yeah, yeah, the Christmas one. Yeah, December's here. Yeah, I forgot about it. When does that come out? Uh, in December. So that one we're going to get in probably a couple of weeks. So that's good. That one will actually probably ship on time. Uh, hopefully. Hopefully. I know. It's crazy, dude. I mean, that's just the, the day and age of vinyl that we're in right now. You know, you order something and then you just end up waiting months and months and months. Like, it, it's tough. I talked about that with games. So I have a hard time pre-ordering games. Did you, uh, were you able to get scaled and icy? Uh... I believe so. After you messaged me about that one, because you got a special edition of that too, didn't you? Yeah, uh, but they had the clear one on Empiricon, still available. They have a lot of versions of that one, I believe. I've seen quite a few. I think quite what did I get at that one? I can't remember. I thought you this got is... like some what like white version. I maybe, and now they have a box set that I kind of want, but it's really expensive. On Empiricon. No, it's on their website, 21 Pilots website. What comes in the box set? Oh, uh, I can't remember. Uh, I just remember looking at it and it was like super fancy and I was like, I want. <laughs> I really like that album. It's very good. I would like it, please. Yeah, that's the problem with vinyl, man. There's definitely no shortage of things I would like to buy uh, on vinyl, you know? Nope. It's dude, Empiricon's so bad because they have so many. It's like the it's like a, a limited edition record store for Europe, you know. Mm-hmm, which is super cool because you're you're right. Like I, I think I could order from Empiricon possibly. You pay two thousand dollars in shipping. Yeah, it'd be a crazy amount of shipping. Would not be worth it. Plus the conversion from euro to uh, dollar is not going to be good for you. <laughs> it'd be no bueno. Right. Well, that's awesome, dude. Good, good vinyls coming. Nothing like super crazy music release wise this week. I think actually, uh, Anne Berlin, I take that back. Anne Berlin, I think, released a new record, um, this past I fr- Friday. Not listened to them in forever. Yeah. So I, I kind of stumbled across it because I hadn't been following them for a while. Um, but they released a new record. I believe it came out this past Friday. It's called Heavy Lies the Crown, is the name of the record. 
and it's pretty good. I listened to about half of it so far once I found out about it. Um, and I don't see like a limited version of the vinyl, but you can get the regular vinyl, like the black one for 23 bucks on their website. So it's not too shabby. That's not bad. Yeah, but it was cool because I hadn't, I hadn't listened to Amberlin in a while. <clears throat> and they've got a, I just love their sound. They've got a very cool sound. Um, yeah, it released November 19th, so just a couple of days ago. So I really like it, but I hadn't really actively listened to Amberlin since the days of Never Take Friendships Personal. That's probably my favorite Amberlin record ever. And that came out quite a while ago. Yeah, I'm the same way. Because uh, I'm old. We are very old. Actually, I'm older than you. And next week, I will be even older than you. I know. Your birthday, the day of your birthday is the new uh, Zebrahead EP. I know. And I will be officially out of my mid-30s. And it is very fucking sad. (laughs) (laughs) But it'll be a good day, man. It's your birthday and Zebrahead. And as you talked about it in episode, I think it was episode one, maybe two. But Zebrahead was like mean episode three? Episode three. Who doesn't exist? (laughs) <laughs> episode, episode the mythical episode two that never that never the happened. lost the lost tapes that we'll never the be able to tapes. release but in one of those you talked about how zebrahead was like one of the catalysts of our of our friendship man which is true story you're like hey look at this cd it's called zebrahead phoenix and i'm like what is this yep oh listen to this song it's called hell yeah it's one of my favorites on the record here we go <laughs> And then I listened to it and I was like, this is incredible. And you're like, you're just saying that. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Play it again. Yeah. It was like, I was the only person I knew who liked Zebrahead. Nope. <sighs> so funny. Yeah. That was a good time. All well, right, I that'll get, be awesome, I, man. We'll do, we'll do something special for, for your birthday via our next uh, episode. I don't know what we're going to do yet, but we'll figure it out. Uh-oh. Yep. Uh-oh. It's going to be crazy. Do they have it in stock? Uh-oh. What? They have a gold variant of Dropkick Murphy's Turn Up, Turn Up That Dial. Oh, that must be a new one. Where's that at? Uh, Empiricon. Oh, gotcha. So I got the, <laughs> the pink and green splatter. Yep. Uh, but now they have a gold variant. I got to get off this website, dude. I don't have money for this. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's bad, man. It's really bad. All right, man. Uh, cool. And then, well, that's pretty yeah. much it for like the game, the not game releases. Wow. Way to jump ahead. Wow. Way to go. Are you even I drinking know. coffee right now? I am. I only had one cup though. So I'm only, only half awake. Barely. Only half awake. I'm wide awake. Well, maybe if you didn't stay up till 2 a.m. playing Halo. Dude, I almost did. I played so much Halo yesterday. I played so much Halo in general. So I guess we should probably talk about. <laughs> yeah, that brings us to our next topic. <laughs> yeah well, hold on rewind real quick to the last episode what would you so it, i gotta set the setting it was november 14th and you're like hey josh and i was like yeah man and you said what would you say if i told you halo multiplayer was dropping tomorrow and i said i might pee my pants and no, guess you what di- you, you didn't say that you said meh <laughs> i said what's halo <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even i don't play games <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh but yeah you, you you asked me that and i was like i would i would go nuts i would go crazy and lo and behold that's what happened there bungee uh, 303 or sorry, oh, oh my did you say 303 i did, right. I did. so you're about to stop talking hey, here's what we're gonna do man you take it from here <laughs> while i collect my thoughts <laughs> oh my gosh yeah three, so four, three. Anyway. yeah three four three 
Uh, so Microsoft celebrated 20 years at Xbox. So 20 years ago on November 15th, uh, they released the, the first Xbox. I would say the original. Well, I could say the original. Uh, their naming conventions are all screwy now, but uh, the first Xbox was released 20, year, 20 years ago on November 15th, and they had a uh, live stream planned. So, and then rumors started to circulate that hey like they're gonna they're gonna drop halo infinite multiplayer uh you know at the end of the live stream it's gonna happen like it's gonna be out so Mm -hmm. and then sunday when i when i asked you that question it was because like the rumors were really starting to pick up steam yeah pun intended because the game's available on steam and uh (laughs) oh you see what i did there it was a fucking two-bit dad joke it was horrible uh and and yeah, so they they did this live stream. Uh, did you watch it? Did you were you able to watch that at all? You know the answer to that. <laughs> Absolutely not. Hundred <laughs> percent. I rely on you from a gaming news, Nick. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I watched the live stream, um, and it's just like a lot of sentimental moments. Uh, you know, detailing all the way back to the original Xbox. They had the the head of xbox the original head of xbox for when they launched uh you know he was out there talking and it was a digital live stream so there wasn't real people there um and they just kind of went through the history uh you know they they showed a super extended clip of the rock on stage like with bill gates standing next to bill gates at like c i want to say it was ces right uh consumer electronics show yeah and Man, it was so awkward because The Rock, like he's super young. Uh, this is way before his like acting career took off or whatever. And uh-huh. uh, he's wearing he's wearing sunglasses inside. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, standing next to Bill Gates, who's not very tall and and you know is pretty nerdy. No, like no offense, but you know it's Bill Gates. And it's just a really awkward inter- interaction. And there's like this Xbox sitting in between them inside this glass case. And they're trying to build a pipe, and it was just really awkward. So they played that whole clip, and I was like, "Man, we've come a long way. Thank God for video production." Oh my gosh, I love it. Are you talking about the uh, the uh, what you're describing in that clip that they showed? Are you talking about the release of like the original Xbox? Yeah, like the OG Xbox, like not the 360, the original not the 360. Xbox. Okay, because yeah. I was going to say, I, I distinctly remember, <clears throat> I know it's jumping forward a tad, but I distinctly remember the release for the uh, 360 that I watched where they brought out the Xbox 360 and like some some actress brought out the 360 in like a bag and like set it on this pedestal. And then immediately after that, the killers started playing live. They started playing Mr. Brightside. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this this was even more cringeworthy. Uh, okay. If it, so the stream is not that long. It's only 30 minutes. So if you get a chance, just go watch it. But it's it's uh, bad. So this is live stream. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, it was pretty cool. They had tempered expectations like, hey, no new game announcements. None of, the, none of that thing. Uh, this is just to celebrate Xbox. Um, they did announce that they were throwing another 70 games into back backwards compatibility. Um, wow. And that... Uh, all those games got the FPS boost and the auto HDR, which is this new thing where the developer doesn't have to do anything. Microsoft from the back end can apply HDR to all the games. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then uh, like after the fact, after the stream, they're like, Hey, so these 70 games we just 
through into backwards compatibility, uh, that's the last time we're doing that. <laughs> so uh, they're not going to be adding any more to backwards compatibility. So that library is what it is. Um, but I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds of games in there. So they did, they did a great job. So live stream, anyhow, they get to the end and they announced a Halo show, like a live action Halo is going to start uh, streaming on Paramount Plus in 2022. That's cool. Yep. And they did a little teaser and all you see is uh, what we assume to be John. And because uh, it shows his back and his back is all scarred. And then it shows like the armor and it shows him putting on the helmet. And then it just says Halo streaming 2022 Paramount Plus. Man, uh, that could be a really good ongoing show. That's it. That's not a bad idea at all. Yeah, hopefully, as long as you don't try to like stick too close to the games, like just tell a new story, right? Yeah, exactly. They they kind of did that with uh, was it? I think it was Halo Three, right? The ODST, where it, that was like the first Halo game where you weren't playing as the Master Chief, technically. Yeah, you're playing as these ODST orbital uh, drop shop or drop shock troopers. Yeah. Uh, so you didn't have all the like fancy abilities, no regenerating armor, all that stuff. No, uh, you were was, like a rookie, yeah. Yeah, no, you weren't a rookie, but it was you. You just didn't have the ability to like regenerate health or anything, so you had to pick up health packs, and it was kind of almost a survival horror game because uh, you know enemies mess you up, and if you don't have health, you're gonna die. And um, that was the. I hope I'm remembering correctly, but that was the game too where they introduced like the brutes with the gravity hammers. Was that the first time the gravity hammer showed up? No, I want to say the first time the gravity hammer showed up was later. Re- Reach, maybe? I could be wrong. Yeah. If we're wrong and you're listening to this podcast, here's a shameless plug. Please uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Give us positive feedback. And also uh, put in there if we mess something up and we'll correct it. Uh, Josh, on that note, you were supposed to start a social media page. Did you? Did you? Did you do that? <laughs> Not yet. No. God damn but- it. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm sorry. It's been a it's been a busy, long, busy week. But I will. Has it will. because you literally have 17 hours in Halo? Has it? How hard is it to? You go know, to when I say busy, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, dude. I got I got to level up, man. Level um, up so, what? I, I level know, up right? what? Their battle pass is horrible. <laughs> what are you leveling? I don't know. Leveling my leveling my skills, my Halo <laughs> skills, getting back into it, man. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's true. So, I don't, I don't know when the gravity hammer, but uh, I just remember it wasn't my favorite game in the series, like at all. <laughs> you talking uh, about three? Uh, no, ODST. ODST, gotcha. Yeah. So anyhow, so they show this live action trailer. And then, uh, you know, they have Joseph Satan, who was like one of the original OG guys from Halo Combat Evolved. Uh, and he's out there with his team and they're talking and they're like, thanks for 20 years, blah, 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 blah. And then he passes it over. He's like, director of multiplayer. And this dude's like, he's like, uh, we're pleased to show you the first trailer for the first, or we're pleased to show you the trailer for the first season of Halo multiplayer. And they play it. And then it ends. He's like, and it's available right now. Whoa. Yeah. So, and then uh, the internet didn't break really. Uh, so you couldn't download it through Game Pass on PC and you couldn't download it through uh, the actual Xbox console, believe it or not. The only place I was able to get it to work for hours was Steam. Okay. Uh, Because I think I told you, I was like, hey, download through Steam. That download's working. 
Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly what I did because uh, I know you have Xbox consoles. I do not have an Xbox console currently and have not had one since... Uh, the 360. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. I was going to say, I was trying to remember if I bought an Xbox One of any kind, but I did not. So yeah, the 360 nope. was my last actual Xbox console. Yeah, so I downloaded it, uh, immediately played it, and man, that multiplayer is so good. It's it's phenomenal, like in my opinion. Like I it feels very good, it feels very smooth. I love the guns, I love the the abilities I'm still getting used to. I, I've I've discovered how to use some of the abilities. Like I messed with the grapple hook for the first time in the match last night. Um, there's like the droppable shield you can put down, the overshield, the cloak, like those are the you know, common ones. But yeah, man, the gameplay is a little different than like the slower, you know, multiplayer pace of like the older Halo games. Uh, yeah, it's definitely, it moves really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, looks gorgeous. The game oh, looks yeah. so good. Uh, and then, I mean, getting back into Halo for me, was just like riding a bike. As soon as you remember like, Hey, I'm, I'm not going to finish this guy off with a, with a rifle. I, I've got to get close and freaking punch him in the face. You're good to go. Yep. Or the uh, grenade throw, like before yeah. you start shooting or, you know, again, like if you know you're going to die and you know you've weakened him a lot, you're just like, I'm just going to toss out that Hail Mary grenade. And, you know, you know just, you're, you're waiting, you're waiting, you die. And then you hear afterlife. <laughs> yeah. From the grave. <laughs> from the, that's what it is. From the grave. Yeah, from the yeah. grave. That's uh, awesome. And the, Kill the cool part is, is you can change your announcer because your AI will be your announcer. Oh, that's cool. I didn't realize Yeah, that. yeah. So those little AIs that you can go in there and pick, uh, they'll uh-huh. be your announcers. So like when you start getting those like higher medals, you, whatever AI you picked will announce it for you. It's great. It's absolutely that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, dude, I had I had a blast last night. Like I said, that was my first time using the, uh, the grapple hook. And <clears throat> there was like this moment when I was playing and there were three guys in a Warthog, three guys on the enemy team in a Warthog that were driving by me. And I shot the grapple hook at towards the back of the warthog, lashed onto it. My character like rips towards the back of the warthog. I grab the guy that's on like the machine gun in the back and I punch him. And then as I'm doing this, my teammates are like shooting the warthog as well. And as soon as I punch this guy in the back, the whole warthog flips like a somersault, like just front over back and hits the ground and explodes. And I got like three assists because I guess I wasn't like the one that finished it off, but I still like punched the dude in the back, flipped the warthog and then the whole thing exploded. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> It was odd. And then like literally very shortly after that, I did the same thing to like a banshee, like lashed onto the banshee and like kicked the dude out of that and just straight up stole it. <laughs> so yeah, it felt good, man. Yeah. You've definitely played more than me. I think I'm at like five hours. Uh, my, my week was just super busy uh, getting home late every night and then just was so tired. Didn't really want to sit in front of a screen and try to play a game, but what I have played, super, super good. Uh, however, there's one thing that needs work, and that is their battle pass. Yeah, that's my only complaint with the game. Literally my only complaint, the progression, like the kind of the reason, so to speak, to keep playing. It, it It's there, but there's nothing really to work towards. And not to mention, uh, last night I had a couple of challenges that were that were bugged. Like I, I had one where I had to get a kill with the shotgun and I did, and it didn't give me credit for it. 
And I had another one where I had to get kills with those fusion canisters that you can pick up and carry around and you can throw those at people. Um, and I, I killed three people and I had to get three kills and I went back to the menu. and I only got credit for two. So it's like, cool. Thanks game. Yeah. It, uh, so like the challenges in my opinion, um, need to be a supplement to your match experience, right? Like if you do well in the match, you should be rewarded for how well you did. And then, uh, if you complete challenges, that should be extra. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> I agree. Or at least, you know, if they're not going to do that, at least like if you do get in the match, get points that go towards like the Halo credits or whatever they are, so you can level up the yeah. battle pass quicker. You yeah, know? award me. You don't even have to give me experience. Award me credits. I don't like give me 20, 20 credits a match. Not even that. You can give me five credits a match. Right. And 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 I think they 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 hot fix it. Right. So you get 50 experience per match played, which means to level up once you got to play 20 matches. That's a ton. But you give me the 50 experience and your five credits. And as long as I'm steadily making progress, like that's OK. I still think the the actual fix needs to happen where I'm being awarded like based on my performance. Because otherwise, there's no incentive for me to perform well. There's an incentive for me to, like, try to get five shotgun kills, which is going to help nobody, right? Like, if I'm running around with a shotgun on a map that's not conducive to a shotgun just because I'm trying to level my battle pass, it's not going to work out. Yeah, that's a solid point that you bring up. You know, I was on a capture the flag match when I was trying to get those fusion kills because it's like 300 – it was 300 experience – uh, for doing that. And it's like on the maps, you know, there's those blue boxes that are glowing and those are what you have to pick up and like kind of hold it on your shoulder. And you literally have to throw it at an enemy and get a kill with that like fusion box. And so the challenge is to get three kills of those. So it's like, I'm running around trying to get kills with those while playing to capture the flag match. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'm trying to be a team player as well, but it's like, it's exactly what you said. It's like, how am I supposed to do this? You know, in a good way, like this just doesn't make sense. Right. Uh, unless you get like just a straight Slayer match, which I finally got my first team Slayer match uh, right before we started uh, recording, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, that, and, and that does not pop up too often. That's the other thing I have a problem with, right? So you have all these game modes, but I can't just say I want to play Team Slayer or Oddball or Capture the Flag. Like, it's random. Mm-hmm. At least for now. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know, but despite all of those things, um, so Battlefield 2042 came out this week, and yep. uh, I, I paid for the Super Ultra Deluxe Edition, and man, I do not want to play that game. <laughs> I only <laughs> want to play Just because it got overshadowed, yeah. Yeah. Like, if I'm sitting at my computer and I have an option, I'm not playing Battlefield. And it's nothing yeah. against it. The, I mean, the game is, like, technically a mess. Um, it's horrible. My controller, like, disconnects all the time for some some reason because I play on PC with a controller. Fight me. I don't care. Uh, I do, too, so you can fight us both. It's fine. Yeah, because I'm old, and I don't know how to use a mouse, right? <laughs> Dude, we, we both grew up on controllers, and I, I've tried to do the mouse and keyboard on, you know, I don't know. I've tried. And on first-person shooter games, I just can't. It feels very unnatural to me. I know. And, like, I've read that you just have to play, like, a few hours with it and it'll start to click. But it's, like, the first few hours you got to do that is 
not fun. <laughs> you have to do it's, PRs and it'll it'll click. Oh, pun intended for the win. <laughs> so uh, so yeah. So like, all I want to do is play Halo. Um, and then on top of that, so I want to say yesterday or the day before they were allowed, the embargo was up. So a bunch of like YouTubers and and outlets got to play like four hours of the campaign. Oh, cool. Right? And and like nothing but good things to say. Nothing but good good things to say. And they didn't even get out of the first area. So if you hadn't watched any previews, like the Halo ring is divided up into sections. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, uh, it looked like open worldy, right? Like there's these outposts you can capture and stuff like that. Uh, and they didn't even get out of the first section of that Halo ring. So uh, they only played like four missions, fought two bosses. And I guess at the end of the fourth mission is when you finally get to see the ring. Like you go out into the open world section. So, you know, I don't think this is going to be a short campaign either. I think it's going to be probably like a 20... 20 hour campaign, 20, 30 hour campaign. I hope so. I've always enjoyed the Halo campaigns, man. Like I remember, uh, I remember the original Halo on the original Xbox was one of my first first person shoot, first person shooter experiences besides uh, GoldenEye on the 64. You know, GoldenEye was like probably my first real introduction with competitive multiplayer, like local multiplayer with my friends and a first person shooter. But then Halo came out, played a campaign. Um, and I just remember like so many moments in that campaign, man, where you just want to keep playing. And then I went back and played the campaign multiple times, you know, played it on legendary, like all that stuff. But uh, that's one thing Halo does really, really well. In my opinion, it's, it's probably the only first person shooter where I really look forward to playing the campaign um, for the, the story and just kind of what you get out of it. Yeah. So just super excited when they drop that, uh, that multiplayer watched the live stream teared up a little bit. Um, you know, my background, I I've been like a, an Xbox guy since day one. Uh, Mm -hmm. I still remember like, man, what was I like 15 when the Xbox, the, the OG Xbox came out and, uh, you know, my parents didn't really buy me video game consoles. It wasn't a, it wasn't a thing. Right. I think the 360, not the 360, I think the original Xbox was the first one that I bought myself because my parents definitely got me the 64 when I was, you know, 10 years old, something around there. Yeah. Um, so, so I had a 64, right? And yeah. uh, the first game I got with that, it was for Christmas. So how video game consoles worked in my family is uh, it was a Christmas gift, right? I, I could ask for the new console or whatever for Christmas and I would maybe get a game. Right. Sure. So I got a, I got an N64 like way after it came out. Um, and I think the game I asked for was quarterback club 99. Cause I'm a big football fan. Nice. Uh, and that was, so I got quarterback club 99 and the 64 and that was the only game I had. Right. So back in the day you used to have to rent video games or whatever. Um, you know, so for the Xbox, it was Christmas time again. So it came out in November and I, I just remember, like, I'd been going back and forth. Do I want a PS2? Do I want an Xbox? Do I want a PS2? Do I want an Xbox? And uh, we were on our way to church, like, a few weeks before Christmas. And I'm sitting in the back reading uh, Game Informer magazine, right? Nice. 
Uh, I, I don't know if it, it was called Game Informer way back then. Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Or no, no, no. Right. Or maybe it was EGM or something. But uh, we're on our way to church. It's kind of a long drive because uh, our church was out in the Black Forest. And you know where that is because you're in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm looking and I and on that drive to church because uh, my parents were kind of like, hey, like, have you decided what you wanted for Christmas yet? Da, 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 da. And on that drive, I just said, you know what? I'm going to take a chance on this Xbox because I didn't know anything about the games. I didn't know about Halo. And, right. uh, so I had like circled the Xbox in the in the in the magazine and I gave it to my parents and I was like, I want that's you know, I want this to be on my Christmas list. And, uh, you know, my mom was super against violent video games or whatever. So at this point in my life, she had stopped shopping for video games because she just didn't want to do it didn't want me playing violent games. So she figured my dad can do it. And if she doesn't know what he's buying me, then she can deal. Right. And then it's fine. I just remember I got the Xbox and, and halo. And then my Xbox came with like the Sega GT and the jet set radio future uh, combo disc. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So, um, and I, like I opened it and I was super excited. My dad was like, Hey, I don't know if, if the game's any good, but you know, I went to Babbage's cause it wasn't GameStop yet, by the way, yeah. people wasn't yep, GameStop I worked, yet. I worked at Babbage's dude. Yeah, you did. And you probably knew nothing about games. Just like, you know, nothing about games now. I dude, I sold so many shiny coasters, bro. And, uh, and he was like, I, I, I went to the store and I said, Hey, I want to get my son an Xbox. What's the one game he has to have. And the dude was like, Halo. And so my dad bought me Halo with it. Uh, and I actually did not play Halo for like nine months. <laughs> because I booted it up and aliens kind of scared me because I'm a big old baby. And uh, <laughs> I was like, I don't like horror games. I'm out. And ejected the disc. <laughs> <laughs> so I just didn't play it. I just didn't play Halo at all. Uh, and I played a bunch of Sega GT racing and a bunch of Jet Set Radio Future. And I remember... Yep. My buddies like lived on my street, so I went to their house with my Xbox because they didn't have one. And I'm like, I don't know, man. My dad got me the Halo game, but I don't know about it. Like, I don't know. I don't really like it. And they're like, well, let's just play it. And I was like, all right. So we started playing it, and we like single dayed the campaign. And I was like, oh my god, this game is so good, so good. And then uh, after that, it was all just split screen multiplayer, man, with rockets. And uh, land land parties later on, right? Uh, no, never did a land party with the Xbox. Oh, really? Yeah, like we'd always just play split screen, uh, four people, and just like come up with stupid challenges, or just like you mm-hmm. know, four people be talking trash, but I'm better than you. I'm like, all right, well, verse me, bro. <laughs> and uh, In, uh, because uh, yeah, yeah, we we didn't have like the internet was still pretty young. Right. People wasn't what do you mean the internet's young? The internet was young. So if you had like good internet or the ability to land party, like you had spare cap five cable laying around, you were probably pretty wealthy. Yep. Uh yeah. So so no land parties, just split screen. Um, the land party started with Halo 2. Right. But yeah, so that's that's like my earliest Xbox memory. I got it the year it came. <clears throat> Maybe it wasn't the year. Maybe it was a year late. I don't know right uh i think i think that's correct everything you said lines up with like the 
the early days of the first Xbox. Cause I, like you said, um, it, GameStop used to be called Babbage's. I did work at Babbage's uh, when it was in the mall um, here in my local city. And I worked there when I was like 16 for about a year. Like I was supposed to be a permanent employee, but ended up just being seasonal. That was kind of how it worked out. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I remember when I was working there, that's it's exactly what you said. It's like they were advertising the Xbox. It was Microsoft's first console. There was like two or three games you could pre-order and Halo was the one everybody was talking about. And, exactly. and somebody at Babbage's at the time, I think it was one of my bosses, was like, you need to buy this console and you need to get this game. And I looked at the box, I remember looking at like the box of the, you know, Halo, like in Babbage's there. Um, and I'm like, okay, like, yeah, this looks, this looks cool, I guess. Like, again, knowing nothing about it, you know, brand new IP, brand new console, like all of it. And yeah, I, I the rest is history, man. Just started playing Halo. And I remember doing LAN parties with uh, my Best Buy coworkers. Um, like I think they were like Halo 2 land parties, like you were saying, we'd all bring our Xboxes, hook them up in the fancy home theater area of Best Buy and hook them up to the huge, you know, gigantic flat screen LED TVs, or they weren't even flat screens at that time. They were like the big no, you know, CRTs, the, man. Yeah. They or were the like, big fan, the big fancy TVs. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, I think we had a DLP when uh, like a, a DLP TV, they're not around anymore. People are probably like, what? Uh, yeah. It was our big screen. It was like 70 inches and it was a DLP which is essentially like a projector. <laughs> so what, what Nick's talking about, yeah, the DLP is digital light projection. And they're like, they're really nice quality TVs, but they're very, they're very thick, like thick with like three C's. They're massively thick TVs. Like there was a point in time at Best Buy where they had these TVs on shelves because you couldn't mount them. Like they were not mountable TVs. <laughs> no, no, they weighed a ton. And then the bulbs <laughs> would burn out. And if the bulb burned out, it was like more expensive than the TV itself to like, replace yeah yeah um, exact exactly dude my grandpa replaced the bulb in his dlp multiple times and i was like you could buy a flat screen but he just he loved his dlp man and to be yeah. fair the quality of them is solid like they're just not as you know convenient as to, to lug around or whatever as any yeah. of the modern tvs you know hey they were the first tvs to give you the experience of burning right what's this health meter down here that <laughs> <laughs> i remember <laughs> Because, because like, this is why, like, when you play Halo and games nowadays, anything that's static on the screen all the time has like a slight flash to it, or like a pulse, so that it doesn't burn in. And uh, yeah. and uh, but like Halo Two did not did not do that. So like your your radar was just static. And uh, I remember one time my my dad turned on the TV and my Halo radar was just stuck in the bottom corner of this TV, and he was like, "You're not allowed to play on this anymore." I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, image burning is something you rarely have to think about nowadays because most TVs, it's a non-issue. But I mean, you still yeah. get it. Even on the OLEDs, you got to be careful. But most game developers mm. are, are mindful and anything that's like a static will have a slight pulse, even if you can't detect it so that it doesn't burn in. Right. But yeah. Or you can play, uh, you can play ranked Halo matches where you have no HUD at all. And then there you go. You can also play ranked Halo matches where you realize you've made poor life decisions and should probably not play ranked. Right? You're like, I'm pretty good. I, I think I should do a ranked match. <laughs> what was wrong. that? One in 32. Oh. <laughs> oh. Dude, I remember like speaking of multiplayer and you said you said rockets um, with like the original Halo. I remember playing multiplayer with my friends on you remember the map Sidewinder? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so there's this multiplayer map called Sidewinder, and it's like a winter map, and there's two bases with the tanks on each side of the map, yeah, and a tank. And like the map is shaped kind of like uh, you know, the letter U or like uh, you know, the letter N, like the small letter N. It's like that's kind of what the map looks like. And each side of the U or the N, whatever you want to look at it, is uh, you know, a base. And then like in the middle is where everybody would meet usually on this like little cliff area where it's raised up, and that's where you have a lot of your firefights. And I remember there was one time I was playing and I was like up on top of that area, like kind of the top of the, the U shape. Um, and I have the rocket launcher. And the enemies were driving a warthog from like one of the bases going through that middle area. And this was before like the rockets had tracking because I think in like Halo, what Halo was it where they added the tracking, like Halo 3, where the rockets could track? I want to say yes. Uh, but this is way before that. This is like original Halo. So you had to lead your target. You know, the rockets had travel time, like all of that. And so I saw this warthog driving and I remember like just lining up my shot. And just blasting like a Hail Mary, you know, rocket and just watching this rocket like slowly travel as the Warthog continues to drive and do just nailing the Warthog perfectly and getting like a sweet, you know, double kill or triple kill. It was one of the most satisfying things ever like that early on in Halo multiplayer. I was just like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I pulled that off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, like, uh, so good. So good. And then just hopping back into this, it just feels like going back to the good old days. Yeah, man. Halo's – I was thinking about it as, as I was playing Infinite, like just kind of what makes Halo unique as a first-person shooter. And, and there's a lot of things. You know, it doesn't feel like every other first-person shooter. Like it's got the sci-fi element to it, which I love. Um, it, it has the shields on your characters, which is cool. So most of the shots that you land, if you don't have a power weapon, don't really matter until you drain the enemy's shield. You know, and then once you drain the shield, then those headshots and stuff like that really count. But it's super unique that you have a game where like where the bullets are landing doesn't really matter a whole lot. Um, you know, and and with Halo, like I think it, the objective is one of the more important things like you know you can still have a good kd and they still show you what your like your kd is but there's not as much importance on that as there is about like your team winning whatever match you're playing no so so where your bullets land matters so if you're landing uh bullets like in the headshot area uh their shields drain quicker oh okay i didn't i didn't know that i thought it just like drained the same. no yeah so if you just keep pounding them with face shots uh they're definitely their shields are going to drain quicker and you're going to get that kill. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Cause I, 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 there should be some reward for being, you know, a better aim than the person you're fighting. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That makes me feel better. I, I wasn't quite sure, but when you've drained their shields, like it definitely matters. Cause if you, if they have no shields and you have like the pistol, let's say, which by the way, the, I love the pistol and in infinite it's, it's wicked. But uh, if you drain their shields and hit them like two or three times in the body, That'll kill, but if you hit a headshot, that'll instantly kill. Yeah. So it definitely makes a difference there for sure. And a notable absence is no SWAT. Right. Oh, man. The SWAT mode. No SWAT. I am so sad. You're a sad boy. I'm so, I'm a very sad boy with multiple Ys. I don't remember how we got into playing SWAT, but you and I got really into that game mode, and we just, like, I, so, that, was, that was all we played. So I remember this is one of those times where you hadn't talked to me forever, and you kind of abandoned me in my life. <laughs> and uh, no, and then sad. all of a sudden, because we were friends on, we were friends on Xbox somehow. I think 
like maybe we were friends for like Halo 2 or whatever, right? So you didn't really change your gamer tag and uh, or something. Or were you talking on Facebook? You're like, yeah, I got a 360. And I was like, oh, do you, do you play Halo Reach? You're like, yeah. So we started playing Halo Reach and, and we played all the SWAT. Yeah. That's right. You abandoned me. And then I came back to you through SWAT. Then you abandoned me again. And now, and now we'll never abandon each other ever again. Because thank God you didn't change your phone number. <laughs> exactly. You guys want to know what that's about? That's like episode two. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Yeah, I feel I feel bad, man. I really do. Like, oh gosh, life gets so busy. And uh, I don't know. Just across the board, life gets busy, man. And whether you want to or not, you lose track of people that you care about and you like hanging out with. And it's it's always cool when you can come back together, you know. Like I'm super glad we did. Um, but yeah, the, the past few years have been been rough saying you know staying in touch with everybody yep like even today right when you woke up late it, like i couldn't i couldn't get a response from you i was like oh no he's doing it again he went to the store to get cigarettes he's never coming home <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh dude i don't know why that was extra funny <laughs> just, i put oh, on my man. moody I, I put on my moody playlist on spotify and just Started crying. So when you when I when you found out that you know I hadn't responded yet and you were sad, I need an honest answer from you here. How much my chemical romance did you listen to? Uh not a whole lot, just a lot of really sad, like uh man, I don't even know the name for it. Like club music, you know? Okay. <laughs> Like, like the slow club music that no one ever plays in the club because that would be stupid. Right. Oh, my gosh, dude. That's so funny. Yeah. And then I was like, Brohama, Montana, where you at? <clears throat> yeah, I woke up a little late for sure, man. I should have stayed up all night playing Halo like I told you I was going to. Then, then I would have been fine. Then I would have been like delusional no, right now, which is but, extra uh, good content. How many achievements do you have unlocked? Do you know? Uh, let me check. I got a few. I was looking at the achievements, man. There's some pretty, pretty cool ones in there. Honestly, um, there's some ones that honestly sound pretty difficult. But let's see. I got a fair amount. Um, what about you? How many do you have? I'm about to tell you. How many do you have? Uh, nineteen. Nice. Do you do you uh, still consider yourself an achievement hunter from back in the day? Uh, no, I used to be really bad about it. Uh, now I could care less if something pops up. I'm like, oh, what I get, what I get, and then it's probably something stupid. I have but, 19 as well. Yeah, yeah, you got one. Uh, it's like, do you even gift? And it's drop a power weapon for an ally in a match made game. Yeah, so you pick up any power weapon and you just like walk up to one of, I think, I think it's anybody you're playing with and you can just push and hold Y to drop it. And then when they pick it up, you get that achievement. I thought that was a pretty funny one. So I also random. did, it is random. I also did a lot of the um, 
the weapon trainings. So like when you launch the game, there's the weapon drills. And I, I started doing those and I got like two or three achievements for getting like three stars on, on those. But honestly, man, those are hard. Um, yes. Certain guns are not, are not bad at all, but like the, like, for example, the, um, the plasma pistol, you know, the whole point of that gun is to hold the trigger down, charge the gun, shoot it, enemy shields go away, switch to a different gun, finish them off. Like that's, that's what that gun does, you know, but in these like uh, challenges, you're supposed to get, kills with this and the thing is super weak if you're just firing it like bullet after bullet and it was so challenging to get like the the scores they wanted you to get you know with that little thing yeah i uh i got one and only 0.7 players have unlocked this achievement (laughs) that's the other cool thing is regardless of where you play this uh you tie halo infinite to your microsoft account so the achievements transfer which that's really cool what's the one that you got that's super rare uh, it is called Greased Lightning. And, and it what's is the criteria? Complete the movement yard from the tutorial in under 25 seconds. Okay, gotcha. The, the part where uh, we have to like run and punch like the dummies. Yeah, but you don't have to punch the dummies. You just have to get to the end of the yard in oh. under 25 seconds. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. I, I definitely did not get that one because I played that part and nothing popped. Um, well, no, no, no. That's See, cool. You have to run through it one whole time and then you go back to the tutorial, start it over, get to the yard part, and then uh, you're going to go to the yard, right? And you're going to get almost to the end and you're going to turn around and run back. And there's like a certain way you have to jump over a wall because you know how you drop down. Uh-huh. Uh, so you jump over a wall to bypass that section because if you if you try to run back to where you drop down, you can't jump up. And okay. you go back to the AI podium that you activated before you started, and you activate it again, and your AI is like, "Oh, you want a better time, huh?" And then you have a timer that starts. Oh, and there okay. is a very specific path that you have to take. I think I finished it in like twenty four point eight seconds. Dang, that's crazy. How did you find out about that? Was that an accident? No, no, no. So IGN po- posted an article saying, hey, there's a secret achievement uh, in the in the uh, tutorial. Here's how you get it. So I watched a couple of videos. It took me two tries to get it done. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, because it's kind of like platforming. And, you know, platforming in first person is kind of hard. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. But, yeah, 0.7 players have that one. That's so cool. I love it when you get achievements like that that are super rare. I'll have to play that again and look up that video because I I did the tutorial, but I totally missed that part. Yeah. And it's cool. So like if you have a super rare achievement, um, it's kind of highlighted in a gold frame in Steam. And it'll, you know, it'll say like it's kind of glowing and that's your rare achievement. So a lot of the ones I have are rare. So uh, I have that uh, that Grease Lightning, which is super rare. I have one called Peeker's Disadvantage, backsmack an enemy who's zoomed in with a second weapon in a match-made game or with a scoped weapon. I have that one too. Uh, a fellow of infinite jest, kill three enemy- enemies with the ball in a match-made oddball, oddball game. That one's cool. Uh, let's see. Control Freak, assist in capturing all the zones that lead to a score in a match-made total control game. Nice. That means that means I assisted uh, in A, B, and C before they were all controlled. And then uh, running laps 
is another rare one. Capture the flag twice in a match made game. That's awesome. Yeah, and then actually complete the tutorial is a, is a rare one. I'm looking at some of these that I don't have. Some of these sound really mysterious. Like there's one called, where was it? Uh, natural formation, location, sensation. Gain access to a loot cave in a match made game. Like no idea what that means. What? Sounds cool. Yeah. I want to know Natural how formation, that. location, sensation. That's so, crazy. Going back to the first episode, we talked about the new Limp Biscuit album. There's an achievement called They See Me Rolling. <laughs> <laughs> they see me rolling. <laughs> uh, that's not Limp Biscuit, but it made me think of it. Um, it says spectate an ally that is driving a warthog or razor back in a match made game. That's kind of funny. So like you die and you spectate like somebody driving a vehicle. That's funny. Place an item in the Razorbacks storage in a match made game. It's one called really? Secret Stash. Yeah. I didn't know the I'm Razorback a, had storage. I'm a little bummed, man. There's an achievement called the Skyhook Shot, where you grapple in an, an enemy flying vehicle in a match-made game. I did that yesterday with the Skyhook, and I didn't get any credit and I mean, with the with the grapple. And I don't know why. Um, it was kind of weird the way I, I did I did latch onto it. I did kick the guy into the vehicle, but like I just got zero credit. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, back to the chopper. Get to the chopper. Earn splatter with the brute chopper in a match made game. I almost got that. When we were playing that big team battle game that we ended uh-huh. up winning somehow. <laughs> I almost splattered somebody with the uh with the with the brute chopper. What a bummer. There's this one's cool too. It's called Watt Say You, like W-A-T-T. Earn mm-hmm. chain reaction with a shock rifle in a match made game. So the shock rifle, um, this is something I learned to do in the weapon tutorial. Like if enemies are close enough together, you can shoot one enemy and the lightning like will transition to, you know, two or three enemies around them. Um, it doesn't do like a ton of damage, but the lightning will go to like a, little, a small little group if they're clumped up together. And you can even shoot like weapons and different items on the ground, uh, believe it or not. And like the lightning will like travel through those as well. Weird. It's super weird. Yeah, like some of the guns, like that's kind of why I started doing the weapon training because I saw these new guns and I just trying to use them in multiplayer. And I'm like, I don't understand what this gun does at all. So uh, playing like the the you know tutorial weapon drill thing, I was like, okay, like that's what this is supposed to do. Weird. Yeah, super odd, but but cool. It's it's cool. Yeah, and then I don't know. So, that, like, this is the multiplayer, right? And there's 89 achievements that we haven't unlocked. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if a lot of those are campaign. Oh, I'm sure there's campaign ones. I mean, there's got to be one for, like, beating the game on Legendary, uh, like there was in Halo 2, um, you know, crazy stuff like that. Right. I'm, I'm sure of it, dude. But achievements are fun. Like, I, I like it. Just one, I don't hunt them as much as I used to, but I used to watch Achievement Hunter all the time on YouTube and things like that and learn how to get the achievements and all the all these different games. And they'd always tell you how to get the super crazy hard ones. Absolutely. Super yeah, man. man. So, I mean, that's really it for this week. It's been like celebrate Xbox, uh, celebrate Halo. It finally looks like they might have like a, a must have title on their hands. I mean, outside of Forza, because I think Forza is a must-have. Without a doubt. Forza, and between Forza and Halo Infinite, like, I, I honestly don't need any other games for the rest of the year. Like, I'm sure I will play other games, but I can go back and forth between those two no, and be totally like, happy. 
I'm super excited because uh, I'm going to take about 28 days of vacation here soon. Nice. And uh, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just going to stay at home. And a lot of that time is just going to be like playing video games I've missed or, or whatever. And uh, it's going to be a lot of Halo. A lot. A ton. And I'm the sure. Campa- the campaign. A, a campaign, multiplayer, it doesn't matter. Like, even when yeah. I lose in the multiplayer, I'm still having a good time. That's always good. You know? And, uh, like, because we were playing Call of Duty uh, last week. So, we played Call of Duty after the podcast, after we recorded. And then Halo came out. And have you touched Call of Duty since? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, like, you haven't thought about it, have you? No, because Halo's just been so fun. Yeah. And, like... Uh, I am probably not the best person to talk to because I've spent money to level up the battle pass, right? <laughs> Just because I want, like, so if you go to the end, you get, like, this flaming armor and uh, or, like, this ability to make your armor look like it's on fire with, like, a flaming helmet. So cool, and I want it. Yeah, you told me you were like battle pass uh 60, 60 something, and uh, yeah, I just uh, hit 66, I think. Yeah, and and uh, and I, I was we were texting, and I was like, I was like, did you get that armor forged in the depths of your Steam wallet? They're <laughs> <were> like, yep. <laughs> so I really hope they fix it. Uh, but man, um, and then today I bought. So if you go to the HCS store, the Halo Championship Series, you can get like esports team armor skins, and they're really cool. And I bought one. That's awesome. I'll have to see which yeah. skin you bought the next time that we play Halo together. Yeah. So, so, but yeah, I mean, that's really, that's really it for this week. Uh, I'm sure there was more game news, but wasn't really paying attention. Halo just kind of consumed my life. You at work. Everybody at work is just talking about like Halo and yeah. uh, man, it feels like it's freaking 20 years ago. You know, dude, that's like the power. It's the power of Halo, man. It's just one of those games that's it's new. It's nostalgic. It's fun. Uh, like you said, even when you're losing, you're still having a good time. Like there's not a lot of games, honestly, that just hit like that many points, you know, where you just want to keep playing. And like you really can't find anything wrong with the game. I mean, literally my only complaint is the battle pass. Just like I just want a better reason to keep playing. Like I'm still going to play regardless, but I want to I just would like to get more experience, you know, have that kind of next little you know, carrot on a string to look forward to when you're playing. But when you're in a game and you're playing it, like all that out of your mind goes out of the window. You're just having a good time. Absolutely. So, so I, I think that's going to do it for us this week. That's right. For this episode, we just wanted to talk about Halo and uh, other random things, other random music and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, we talked about music for a little bit. We talked about Halo. <laughs> and uh, off podcast, we'll talk about uh, how how we want to do some social media stuff on whether it's better to do a Twitter or like a Facebook page, probably a Twitter would be the easiest to start with. So maybe I, I, uh, I'm going to go with the shotgun approach. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to do all of it and you're going to have to manage it. It's not my problem. Not my problem. What's the password, (laughs) Josh? I I forgot. I can't tell you. (laughs) I can't tell you. And also it's public event. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the uh, the email address is josh is not very good at this at gmail.com what's <laughs> <laughs> hashtag not my day job right
Well, we look forward to talking to you guys again. Uh, get on Halo, um, play it. It's awesome. Uh, like Nick said, if you could leave us a review on Spotify or the Apple Podcast Store, that would be that'd be great. Uh, the Apple Podcast app, we'd love to hear from you. And you know, definitely, you know, negative feedback, positive feedback, anything. If there's something we can do better, let us know. Uh, we, we're not going to do a whole lot better though, because if we if we're not mediocre, then we're not on brand. <laughs> uh, yes, and also. Um, I think I put like a poll in the Spotify because Anchor has a thing. So we published to Anchor and they have a thing where you can put like a poll that people can answer. Uh, nobody answered it. So maybe I won't do that again. Maybe I'll do it again. I don't know. Um, this will probably go live today. Uh, didn't do the artwork, by the way, for anybody who's coming back again. Sorry. Been real busy. <laughs> We, we both we both are busy, man. It's all right. So this week, hopefully, you do the artwork. Maybe I'll send, some, send you some ideas as well. And then I'll get some, at least one social media thing set up, maybe a couple. Yeah. And then uh, if you leave like a question in your review or whatever for now, uh, you know, I'll read through reviews if, if they get published and uh, maybe we'll answer your questions next week. Who knows? And if you've listened up to this point, uh, you should get an achievement called an hour you will never get back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they should get an achievement called I love mediocre things. I don't care if it's B tier. Brace yourself for the mediocre. Here we come. <laughs> awesome. Dude. What's, bit, what's up? I was going to say, who did this movie? Who, who directed this? Michael Bay? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man dude it's so fun talking games with you man I, I love it we got to play some more halo together uh thank you guys for listening we appreciate it if you did listen to the end we sincerely appreciate it thank you for checking us out at all and we're just gonna have fun with it and keep doing it and uh you know we, we're gonna keep getting better at it slightly not too much better but slightly so it'll be a good yeah time. yeah mediocrely better thank mediocrely you mediocrely better exactly all right I, talk to you guys next time <laughs>